Hey there, boss. This is Jeff Mendelson, host of the One Big Tip podcast. And I am so excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program, where I teach you how to fast track your lead gen by having more conversations with your targeted clients, even if you have no list, audience, or paid ads. Head on over to agentsofpod.com hero, and let me show you how to be the superhero in your own business. I am also actively seeking guests for this podcast. If you know someone who is currently six figures or more in their business and they have an actionable, tangible, and measurable tip to share, please let them know about it. Just go to onebigtip.com slash guest for information on how to be a guest. I can't wait to hear from you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. My guest today is Dr. Victor Manzo. Dr. Victor Manzo has been a business neuroscience and mindset coach for the past four years, working with many entrepreneurs. His primary focus is working with the individual's mindset, changing belief systems, and solving the root cause of why they are stuck and not growing. Victor helps people build business principles and believes that accountability is consequential. He is also a certified pediatric chiropractor, podcaster, inspirational speaker, co-founder of The Wellness Path, founder of Empower Your Reality, an online conscious uh, expanding school, and has written three books. There's a lot of accolades that intro. Victor, thank you so much for joining me and welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited for our convo. Yeah, so I'm really curious about this trajectory that you had. You started out as a started out as a doctor, but then you moved on into the more of the business coach and the mindset stuff. How does that happen? You know, uh, tell us a little bit about who you are and what makes you so amazing. I appreciate that. Yeah, it, the, the journey was things where my when I went into chiropractic school, unfortunately, I wasn't learning chiropractic from what I was kind of understanding of what it was going to be. You know, chiropractic is broken down into three principles, philosophy, art, and science. And I love the science. The art is the adjusting the techniques that we do. The philosophy always had a huge interest in me. And when I got to school, I didn't really learn a lot of it. And I had to go outside of school to, I want to understand the depths of healing. I want to understand how does an adjustment totally change someone's life, not just help with pain or inflammation. I mean, we're talking about their consciousness levels and so much more. And I wanted to get to that depth. So I studied energy healing, uh, became a Reiki master and trainer. I, I, I studied like 10 to 12 different energy techniques. What I didn't under know at the time was I was going to learn about spirituality, universal laws. I was going to learn about quantum physics, how quantum physics is proving how consciousness plays a role in our life and so many factors. And then I put that on the back burner and I was like, cool, got the, I got the healing side down. Great. That's what I'm going to be as a chiropractor. But that was always on the back side of my mind. And it didn't, I didn't bring it back to the forefront until after five years of being in business where I hit my financial peak, but I was burned out. And not only once, I was burned out every four to six months. Chiropractors get burned out very quickly, especially around the five-year mark. And, but not only that, I was unfulfilled, unsatisfied. I thought making this huge impact in my community, making this much money that I'd be like on top of the world. And I wasn't. And I started to do some deep soul seeking and change some things around in the business. I took some financial hits on purpose. I don't know, some people look at me and go, you took financial hits on purpose. Who does that? But I'm the type of person where fulfillment is everything to me. Uh, and that's what dri drives me and inspires me. And so we changed the practice around. 
but I started to implement what I learned before about like the power of the mind. Um, I understood neuroscience because being a chiropractor, you study that. My advanced studies in neurology and then also my pediatric side where we study neurodevelopment. So I understand how the brain develops. How does it, how does it, uh, you know, how does it learn? How does it adapt? All these different things. And I started to look and say, well, I define my life. And if I define my life and success and so forth, and I should see that as a reality in my, in my physical reality, then why can't I just choose that and experience that? So I went on a whole testing journey of everything I, I learned or I knew and started to apply this. And all of a sudden I had success a lot easier. I started to have things become more effortless. And I was like, here I am listening to all the experts in business and self-help and personal development, doing the grind hustle mentality, all that stuff, burning myself out. And then yet here I do a total opposite and I'm getting just the same, just the same amount of success or even more while also working less. And that's where the pivot moment happened where I was like, you know, this is great. I, I'm into the pediatric side. This is what I love doing. But at the same token, I was like, entrepreneurs, business owners need to learn this because we're so caught in Western civilization about do, 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 do. That I was like, we need to start to shift gears. And that's where I started the, the like as a side hustle, doing some business coaching for about a little over three years. And then this year is when I made the full transition from chiropractor practicing and I went into coaching full time. What was that like to do a complete pivot out of, you know, you went to school for how long? For six to eight years in order to get that doctorate and to finally be able to see patients on your own. And then to all of a sudden, well, not all of a sudden, you know, it took a lot, it took a little bit of uh, time, but to really, you know, make the conscious decision to chuck all that and go down this other path. How scary was that for you? You know, I'm the type of guy, I, I wouldn't lie. I, I'd be lying if I said there wasn't any fears that came up, but for me, it was more of the identity I had to shift. Because here I am, I was the impact in my community. I knew how to run that business, brick and mortar, blew that up, you know, was successful. And now I'm going into a whole new space. And, and some people are like, well, you're doing it on the side. It was, but I didn't have to worry about it. Like I didn't have to put energy into that business. It was just like, here we go. I'm going to start a little thing. And all of a sudden something connected and I started having clients and I started getting referrals. And I'm like, I'm not even putting energy into this business and it's, it's, it's growing. This is a great problem to have. But there, the bigger thing for me was the, the identity of, who am I as a, as a business and mindset coach? I call myself a business and mindset coach, but what's my message and how unique is that? And I share, and this is something I share a lot with chiropractors that I coach. I'm like, and I share this with business owners too, though. What is that unique message that's you? Not a unique message from a strategy standpoint to make yourself stand out. No, what's important to you that, you know, that, that comes from me. Like when I was practicing chiropractic, I always said I, that shift I made, I asked myself, what's chiropractic to me? How do I want to share chiropractic to the world? Instead of being a prototype to the most successful chiropractors, what does it matter to me? And why is that important to me? And why do I want to share that to the public? And that's kind of why I went that way. So that was probably the biggest thing. And then trying to figure that out is not fun because I, I if I can't figure something out quick, which most of the time I can, I get very frustrated. I get very uh, you know annoyed. And I'm like, oh, my God, this should be easier than what I'm going through here. So, But it's been an up and down journey as like anything else. But it's been a beautiful process to go through this and, you know, hone the message, hone what it is that I really want to do for the world in this way, and now make my mark on what I'm doing. But to get to that, you know, it's always that journey to get to that point. It's never fun, but there are mindset hacks and things you can do to ease some of that. So it doesn't seem so uh, overbearing and so forth. One of the things I find interesting about uh, coaches like yourself is that is that you usually start, you know, from point A and then you end up in point D somewhere. You know, there's never like a, first of all, there's no degree in mindset. 
you know, that you can get at any U.S. university at least, right? And what happens is, you know, you really got to think to yourself like, okay, you know, how do I, first of all, transform these new things that I'm learning into my current business? And when will I know that it's time to jump ship, right? So burnouts aside, and I know that burnouts are, you know, a pretty big indicator of maybe that it is the time. What would you say though was the linchpin was the, you know, the moment where you were like, you know, something I love what I'm doing. Cause I, I didn't hear you say anything negative about being a chiropractor. Right. But realizing that, you know, something I'm destined for bigger things and I'm going to go in this direction now. How did that look? Yeah. You know what? It was about a couple of years ago, uh, probably 2019. It was right before COVID was coming. And I started to, I was looking at my, my, I remember one day I was reflecting on my practice and the growth I've gone through and who I've become in the journey. And, I started to look back and I looked at my wife and, and we were talking about my vision and impact. And I was telling her, I go, I remember one day I looked and I said, I'm not making an impact. And she's like, are you crazy? She goes, you developed a business. You became a leader. You had 20 other chiropractors in the area. The business community was telling you, why did you come here? And yet you made a name for yourself in a year. I know because I met her through the business community before we be, we started dating and stuff. So she's like, I knew about you just because of people talking. She's like, I, I knew you were so, a force to be reckoned with. You were so determined. And I said, yeah, but, and she's like, how can you say you didn't make an impact? I said, let's really look at the world for a second. I go, I've always had a big vision on serving and helping as many people as I possibly can. I go, what I'm doing right now is so small on a scale from the world global standpoint. I said, I feel like I have a bigger vision to do something bigger and different. And I go, I want to, eventually I want to, I want to get, you know, either continue with Cairo in some way, shape or form, but be able to help more people. And the mind is, we are so programmed in so many ways. And that's what kind of intrigued me. And I said, if I can go that route, then all of a sudden I have a whole new level. And then if I work with chiropractors, I'm also feeling I have a small percentage of me is helping them being a part of their practice. So I'm still doing the chiro side of things as everything else that I'm doing. And now all of a sudden I feel like I'm, I have a more of a chance to fulfill that vision that I want to achieve in my life. What a great answer. You know, I hear sometimes people are like, you know, it's always got to be this, this catastrophe that has to happen. Right. Or, the, you know, like my my parents passed away, God forbid, or, you know, just or I got 13 different types of cancer or, you know, whatever. Right. And what happens is that, you know, obviously those those trauma points or those pain points, you know, make a mark. But sometimes it doesn't need to be that drastic. It just needs to be a healthy dose of self-awareness. Right. Of just being able to figure out, you know, something I am destined for bigger things. I am destined, you know, to make things happen. And yes, I can make a great living you know, attending to, you know, attending to patients and I can sort of farm, farm that out, even make a few courses and, you know, make a side hustle that way, but to completely, you know, make that shift, you know, from one to the other, I think is very bold. And that's one of the things where, you know, like I, I, um, I applaud people who can make that kind of radical change. I mean, I know in my, in my trajectory, I must've changed careers like, uh, you know, like four to five times already, but all of them have always been like within the marketing technical sales space, right? You know, it was always under this rather grand umbrella. I, you know, I never went off to go grow flowers, you know, or do things like that, right? And what happens is that, um, you know, in order to be able to, you know, help uh, uh, to have that kind of self-awareness that you can go and make it. And of course, you know, the tangible stuff, provide for your family, provide for your own mental health and make sure that you are able to make things happen, I think is a, I think is a really, really big motivator in this case. So I really applaud you for that. 
I want to switch gears here a little bit and talk about your one big tip and, you know, some of the ways that people can, you know, sort of access these different parts of their brain, their, their different parts of their mindset in order to activate what they need to do in order to, in order to make these kinds of transformations happen for themselves. And one of the interesting things about, uh, you know, what you're talking about was peak state of imagination, right? You know, just being able to, you know, go back to a time when you were the most imaginative, right? And of course, we're talking about, you know, without the heavy drugs and without the, you know, without the, without the heavy alcohol, you know, just being able to go and take that information and, uh, you know, actually do something with it. Steve Jobs talks about, you know, one of his most pivotal times in his life was when he went to India, got absolutely smashed on, uh, what was it, on LSD, right? But then he comes back and he makes these insanely great, you know, phones and computers that now dominate, you know, major aspects of our lives. So that is a really huge calling that actually got its impetus from, you know, from doing some of that self-awareness work. Talk to me a little bit about how you go about it, how you teach you know, figuring out how to get into the peak state of imagination, you know, how to do it easily instead of just crawling into a corner and, you know, trying to imagine stuff or watching Disney films and things like that. <laughs> yeah. There's so many things to do and there's to so many tools. And a lot of times people want to, you know, we want that quick thing that can get us to the state. And, and if we don't practice this stuff, your brain's not wired this way. And we have, to, it takes time to develop. You know, for me, when I when I share a lot of there's so many tools I could share, but one of the biggest ones that have been a huge component for me that I am my clients know that I'm always like this. If you want to take it to this level, this is the thing to do. And it's not something new or fancy. It's something that's been around for thousands of years. Meditation. I mean, meditation is one of those things that helps you reconnect with yourself. It helps you have that inner dialogue with yourself again. You see, we all have this inner voice within us. The problem is we've let our mind dictate our life so much that it becomes so noisy that you can't hear it anymore. And my whole purpose when I work with clients and stuff is how do I get you to, to the level of fulfillment? You know, it's not about what this person says or that person says or this person says. It's what fulfills you. What's that thing that's unique to you? Because, you know, based on I always like bringing science to the table. So the quant, uh, in quantum mechanics, they have a principle called the poly exclusion principle that states there are no two things in the universe identical. That means so when you think about that, no soul, there's no human being, there's no human being that'll ever exist like you again, ever in the past or in the future of in the timeline of Earth. And so that's how unique we are. So what my purpose is, is how do we get you to get that uniqueness out? And so meditation is one of the greatest ways um, it helps center the brain. It stimulates a part of your brain called the prefrontal cortex right behind your forehead. And it starts to thicken that. So that's why I said things take time. And when you start to thicken that, you can focus and concentrate better. When you can focus and concentrate better, you can be more productive. But not only with productivity, let's get into a little bit of universal laws. When you can start to do that, now all of a sudden, you can hone in and focus on what you want to create for yourself and stay focused there without letting the distractions of life pull you away. Maybe a short-term thing in business where it's like uh, you didn't get the client, you didn't get the closing, or the client decided they're not going to continue. You don't let that just pull you off your course as much. I'm not going to say you're not going to let it bother you, but you'll pull back and say, nope, this is where I'm going. This is my focus. This is the long-term. So meditation is great, but it doesn't have to be something that you sit down for an hour, two hours, four hours like people think. Meditation could be eating. It could be washing the dishes. It could be working out. You know, it's just something that you're mindful of, that you're just being in the moment present. Like if you're eating, you're only paying attention. You put the food in your mouth, you put your fork down or spoon, and you just chew. 
chew, enjoy, feel the flavors and so forth. Same thing with working out, feeling the muscle you're working out, imagining it, focusing on it, um, walking. There's so many other things you can do outside of just sitting in space in, in this place and just meditating in that way. I have never heard someone tell me that eating is meditation or, you know, or just walking. And actually it does make a lot of sense, right? Because depending on how many toys you bring with you to the table, right? So if you're one of those people that sits, that makes yourself a breakfast, like I get a lot of joy out of just making breakfast, you know, not looking at a screen, right? But then normally what I'll do is that I'll bring my phone and I'll catch up on, you know, like my YouTube videos and things like that, you know, while I'm eating. But just by stopping that one action, right? And just focusing on the eating part, you know, just so you can clear your head for about five, 10 minutes or however long it takes you to, to takes you to do it. It's actually pretty novel, right? It's actually something that you can do. And when you bring that intentionality to your daily walking, right? Are you going to go walk with your significant other? Are you going to walk with headphones on and listen to a podcast or listen to, or listen to some fast paced music? Or are you just going to let the sounds of nature hit you as you're walking by? You know, all of those are actually really interesting and, and they put you in different states. And I'm really glad that you brought that up because what happens is, you know, like you can recreate those states based on, you know, the mood you're in and the mindset that you want to get yourself into. Right. I think that also one of the cool things about it is that, you know, like a lot of us, you know, a lot of us who are busy here, you know, running a lot of different, uh, a lot of different types of businesses, you know, we're thinking in terms of to-do lists, what are the 18 things I need to get done today that I, I either need to get done or I need to delegate out. Right. And what happens is if I don't have a clear head to actually articulate those, commit them to paper and then get them out of my, you know, get them out of my head onto paper and onto somebody else, I am not being as effective. Right. And I love that part about, you know, like just being able to use the meditation part, uh, you know, as something that can center you. Let me ask you this though. Once you've done you know, that meditation. And for each person, it's going to be different. Some people need only five minutes. Others need 30. Others could do a whole hour inside a steam room, you know, type thing. How do you help people sort of figure out like what would be the best way to, you know, to approach this, like, you know, find their, the state that they're most comfortable in. How does that look? I love that. And and so what I teach, because again, we're so stuck in our minds in so many ways. I'm always teaching how to get out of your mind. And you can say, get into your body, get into your heart, whatever works better for you. But it's getting back to the body and feeling what that is. You see, now the feeling part's not hard to figure out. A lot of times people go feel, I don't know what the feel I have, you know, but unless there's pain, I feel, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not aware. And I said, well, that's fine. You, you just for a quick second, think of something that you love. Right, right now you're imagining something that you love. Well, how do you feel when you think of that? Like for me, it's so easy. I think of my my wife or my daughter, and bam, instantly I, I'm like, yeah, I'm in a better state. My I feel a lightness coming in my chest. I'm like, all right, I'm feeling a little better here. Now we switch the gears. Think of something that disgusts you, your pet peeve, or something you hate. How do you feel? Where does that show up in the body? Right. For me, it's always my stuff is always between my chest and my stomach. That always feels like sludge and slime, and it's like, oh, I just want to get this off me. I don't like that feeling. This is self-awareness to your feelings, but the feelings guide you. And if you're in alignment, it guides you to what is more purposeful for you and helping you in that process. So you don't have to figure anything out. You just got to, when I tell some people are like, when, especially when it comes to meditation, there's so many things to do. Should I do this? Do I do a five minute? Should I do music? Do I sound guy? I'm like, 
have fun and experiment. It's okay to experiment. Like just go and figure it out. It'll take you a week or two. Trust the feelings and you'll you'll know within a week or two what works for you. And sometimes this is another way I, I take it a little further. Like some people say, well, I do, should I find, meditate for 10 minutes? Should it be a half hour? How do you know which day what to, what to meditate? Feel it. Like there's sometimes I meditate. I'll go because I like to sit and meditate. Sometimes I'll meditate for five to eight minutes and I'll just feel like I'm good. I'm done for today. And there are sometimes I'll go meditate and it'll be 30, 40, 50 minutes into that meditation where I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I need to go a little longer. I feel like I'm not there yet. My body's telling me I got more to go and my I'm, I'm, I'm able to stay in that focused, concentrated state. So it's learning to navigate instead of trying to let the mind fixate things so much, we lose out on the beautiful that experience. And so for yourself, it's it's really determining what works is figuring out what works for you based on how you feel. Just use the whole love hate thing. That's usually a great way to start to be aware. It gets a little bit. It's a little more as you do this over time, it gets more subtle. So then you start teaching your mind, hey, this means this, this is good. And this isn't. So whenever we feel this, we go this route. Whenever I feel this, we go that route. And or we feel this, we run away from it. I mean, and that way, then you are using a system that is so far beyond what your conscious mind can even possibly comprehend. I love it. I love it. Victor, thank you so much for sharing that. Can you please let everyone know how they can learn more about your company, about what you offer, and how they can reach out to you directly? Yeah, my website's my hub, empoweryourreality.com. That's where you can find everything about me. Uh, I have a free book on the power of visualization. I have a podcast up there. Uh, if this resonates with you, I do work with business owners and so forth If uh, about potentially doing a, a breakthrough call where you can connect with me. I get to learn about you and to see if I can help you, to see if I'm even the person who can. And if I can, I'll share how. Um, and then lastly, my social media, you can find I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn. That's on the bottom left of my website. Any questions or anything, reach out. Uh, love to hear from people and uh, have, a com- have a conversation. I love it. Dr. Victor Manzo, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been very enlightening and I love talking about this stuff. And I really appreciate you taking the time to break down these concepts for us. Now, thanks for having me on, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to the One Big Tip podcast. If you're a six to eight figure entrepreneur, business coach, or speaker who would like to be on this show, we need to talk. The audience for this podcast is hungry for experts and professionals who want to share their knowledge with this world. So if you're ready to share your actionable and measurable One Big Tip, please go to onebigtip.com guest and let's get your story out there. I am also crazy excited to announce my new Agents of Pod coaching program. With this program, I show busy entrepreneurs the strategies that I use to have warm conversations with my dream clients, keep my calendar book solid, and consistently have potential clients at the ready all anxiously waiting to speak with me every single week. Head on over to agentsofpod.com slash hero and let me show you how to be the superhero in your business today. Lastly, I have a huge ask for you. Could you please share this with your audience on social media? The stories and connections that I make on this podcast have helped thousands of people, sometimes in the most profound ways. And you never know if your small action today will be the one that kickstarts your friend, a family member, or even yourself into taking massive action and starting the next multi-million dollar business. It'll be your way of just paying it forward. My name is Jeff Mendelson. You can find me on all the major social channels like LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook.
Thank you so much for listening.